Hey, Adam, guess what time it is? It's time to crack the customer code. Welcome to episode 49 of Crack the Customer Code. I'm Adam DePorek, and I'm here with my partner, as always, the Medusa Micro Interactions, Jeannie Walters. <laughs> the Medusa? Wait a second. <laughs> is that why this is audio only? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you turn bad interactions to stone. Oh, nice. Yeah. Excellent recovery there, <laughs> <Thank> sir. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. So what do we have on deck today, Miss Jeannie? We do. We have an interesting topic today all about greetings. Hello, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy. Exactly. How y'all doing? That I type like of thing. Can we start one of these podcasts with, we have a really boring topic today. <laughs> we always say it's interesting. <laughs> That's true. Well, should we say that today? I don't think so, because this is a really good one. This is a good one. All right. Well, before we get into it, let's hear a word from our sponsor, Service Strategies. Service Strategies offers a wide variety of consulting services for support, e-service, field service, and professional services operations for technology companies. They have helped industry-leading service and support operations enhance operational efficiency and drive world-class levels of performance while improving customer satisfaction and loyalty. Join Service Strategies at their Service Industry Summit event, which brings together leaders from companies like Cisco, Dell, and others to discuss the challenges of a changing service landscape. As part of the event, an informative customer success workshop will be held on October 27th. Visit servicestrategies.com to learn more. And if you'd like to reach our listeners by being a show sponsor, you sure can. Go to crackthecustomercode.com slash sponsor for all the details. So... Adam, we're talking today about retail greetings, those folks who say certain things when you walk into a store, like, hello, but even more than that. <laughs> like, like, hello. <laughs> Is that specifically what we're talking about? Hello? No, more than that. And really, are they a good idea or not? And I know you've had a lot of retail businesses yourself. So have you found a canned or a scripted greeting can be effective? Yes. No. Excellent. End of show. We're Maybe. done. <laughs> this is like uh, President Truman's. Like, you know, he wants he wanted a one-handed economist because every economist he asked a question said, "On the one hand." Right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, big picture, I think retail greetings are very effective. I think they're very helpful because particularly when you're managing the teams in a retail environment, a lot of them need that guidance and consistency. Mm -hmm. Also, it gives consistency to the brand. People know what to expect. They know the service they're getting. Now it can be done poorly, like anything good, <laughs> and the execution can fail, and it can be um, – you know, sort of done inappropriately. Like you, you've always got have to apply any type of greeting, any type of service interaction, any principle you give a frontline employee, they need to know that there is a context for everything. There is no universal mm -hmm. thing that works in every scenario and in every interaction. Well, and I think this comes back to a couple core things that we've spoken about here. And one is, do they really understand what the customer experience mission is. Do they understand why they're greeting somebody and what the context should be? Because then if, if I say hi and you say hello, <laughs> um, we're not only singing the Beatles, but we are also, uh, we're doing it in the right spirit of things, but not necessarily through the script. And I think that's where people as customers get hung up a little bit. Because if you walk in and you hear, welcome, 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 as everybody's walking in, it feels very canned and staged and it doesn't feel authentic or sincere. And 
the purpose was probably so that somebody had a very sincere greeting when they're welcomed into the store. But the purpose got lost somewhere, and that's what we see as customers. Right, you know, because we talk about service trigger number one in the, in the book, which is being ignored. Mm-hmm. It's a really big thing in retail, and you want to always acknowledge. And, of course, we've all had that experience of walking into a retail store and somebody has ignored us. Yep. So this is a methodology to get people, that, you know, a lot of them it's their first job, especially in retail, mm-hmm. to understand that greeting is important, that acknowledging the customer's presence is important. Now, we talked about that, I don't think we mentioned, sorry, uh, that article. So I was interviewed, this guy from Orlando, Mag, uh, he had basically sort of gone into CVS and had this experience and had this whole thought about, you know, retail greetings sort of annoying. Mm-hmm. You know, are they a good thing? And what was interesting was his perceptions were so different they really annoyed him, but they weren't, they weren't necessarily a bad greeting. And it was interesting because he picked Walgreens. I think I might have just said CVS, but he picked Walgreens, who, who had a whole very specific greeting. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is when you get into that, you have a lot of dynamics to it. Have you ever been to Moe's? Do they have that restaurant up where you're at? Moe's, like M-O apostrophe S? M-O-E apostrophe F, Moe's Southwest Grill. So they have this big thing where everybody on the staff, they're all behind a grill. It's like mm-hmm. a Tex-Mex, uh, Southwestern kind of thing. Uh, and every when you walk in, everybody in the place will go, welcome to Moe's. Mm. And it's like a big thing. Like, yeah. I mean, they're calling it out, yelling over all the other customers. You know, right, right. Like, welcome to Moe's. And that's their big thing. And it's really unique. And it's a branding thing for them. And it's mm-hmm. part of the sort of like trying to inculcate a lively yeah. atmosphere of values and all that. Uh, so the question is, if you do anything like that, or in the case of Walgreens, it was be well, right. which backfired in many ways, there's always going to be someone who hates it. Yeah. Right? I, I agree with that. And I also think if you look at, when we talk about retail, a lot of times we think of things like the Walgreens store on the corner or uh, you know the big box stores, but retail is such a huge swath of different types of experiences and one of the places I love going to is uh, any place that's an Aveda um, retail store so a lot of times they have spas and stuff in the back I actually love their retail experience because it's you know fancy lotions and things that I like (laughs) but uh, and they have the best hand cream ever and I love it and so I always go in and they welcome you with, they ask you if you'd like a cup of tea. And it's comfort tea, and it's just this lovely little experience. And so you can walk around and have your tea, and it smells good in there. And everything about it, I'm just like, this is so great. And, of course, that's one end of the spectrum. They're very specialized. They know exactly what their experience is. Their greeting is about the kind of five senses. It's not just about hello and welcome. It's about we're going to welcome you in this really specific certain way. Now, I know people who hate that type of thing. Like, you know, my brother who wrote the book on how people are irrational, like he does not necessarily want somebody to help him if he's going in there to buy something. He wants to go in, get his stuff done and leave. he doesn't need tea, he doesn't need the welcome. Like that is not his thing. It's not his cup of tea. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> oh. But what I like about it is they know kind of who their customer is and they're responding to that and they make it this whole experience. I think the problem that we have is that a lot of times we try to take those specific types of really specialized, customized experiences and bring them across the board 
And it just doesn't work because people are different. And not only are people different, but in a regular retail store, uh, your customers are different. Your customers vary so greatly between one another that it's hard to say this is the experience they're looking for. So I really think the scripted idea is is a good one as long as you give people the flexibility to be human about it and to understand the context. Absolutely, because that's when the problem starts. Mm -hmm. Well, you didn't say hello. Well, the lady was talking to her child. I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't right. think it was a – you know, the sort of blind management of the mm – -hmm procedure without any context and yeah i wrote a blog post a long time ago about this guy and i love AAA. I i mean they're just mm -hmm. all, the, the car the car service who's coming to do my tire and one of the things they did which was awesome particularly here in florida was offer me a cold mm -hmm. bottle of water which was great but i was at my house i was at, like it broke down right. in my driveway right i'm like i don't need the water bottle yeah so i said no thank you he hands mm -hmm. it to me i'm like no really no thank you he's mm -hmm. like no and i was like finally i was like I, I don't need it man just keep it yeah. and he's like uh no i'm supposed to give it to you yeah. <laughs> and I think I can't, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. I think it was something like, you know, the customer should come before the customer service checklist. Yep. And it was a great experience other than that. But when you sort of blindly have these, you know, mm -hmm. requirements without any, uh, what I don't know what the word is, but any uh, padding for context. Right. Then you get it, you run into problems. And I think that's where a lot of these fall down. Cause overall, I definitely think they're a good idea. I think mm -hmm. it's, it's good to make sure that people require it. And I think it's, if you can find one that fits your business mm -hmm. and doesn't have like weird downsides, like Walgreens is be well, which was like, mm -hmm. you know, be well, here's your Marlboros, right. you know, <laughs> uh, you know, if you can find something that really fits, like, and I think Moe's does that well, then it's, mm -hmm it can be really powerful and it can be a great reminder and it can be a great introduction because, you know, we always talk about first and last experiences, the things mm -hmm. the customers remember, that first impression. Right. And I think, you know, I, I don't know if I agree that it was a terrible idea of Walgreens because essentially they were changing their brand promise during that time. They were becoming that healthy and happy intersection brand. And I think they, uh, they, the effort was there that they tried to at least align in the right way. Yeah, well, look, hey, you can't hurt anybody from tr for trying. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's not like everything we've ever done in business has been the perfect right. idea. And, and the flip side of that is CVS did a different, took a different tack. And instead of focusing on the welcome and the greeting, they changed their branding so dramatically about healthcare that they removed all of their tobacco products from their stores, which was a very big deal. But in a way, you can say that that lives up to that brand promise more than a greeting. So I think it's like, when you look, when you really start peeling the layers of this onion, it is all about understanding what are you promising, what are you trying to offer your customers, and who are they? How can you connect with them in the right way in that moment in time, and not just in a script? Yep. And for the record, you're pretty much always safe if you just say "Welcome to blank." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're to really, blank. You really can't go. <laughs> you wrong. might want to fill in the blank. Fill in but... the blank, but you, you really can't go wrong. All That's right. Well, true. I think and if you offer me a cup of tea. We're <laughs> then we're good. <laughs> yeah, so that's a, that's a great principle for everybody to take away from this. Don't don't worry about all the general principles we've discussed. Just remember that if Jeannie yes. is your customer, offer her tea. Exactly, comfort tea specifically. <laughs> and on that uh, very ill-informed note, we hope you enjoyed episode forty-nine of Crack the Customer Code. Many thanks to our sponsor, Service Strategies, for supporting this podcast. Make sure to check out their informative customer experience workshop in San Diego on October 27th. Go to servicestrategies.com for more details. 
You can find all of our shows and show notes at crackthecustomercode.com. And please let us know what you'd like to see. Drop us a line there. I'm Jeannie Walters. Sign up for customer experience webinars at cxwebinar.com and connect with me at 360connects.com. And I'm Adam Deport. You can connect with me and find out more about our customer service workshops and my book, Be Your Customer's Hero, at customersthatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.